0: This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter at Dr. Cook. At Principal J and at Principal Stagger, there are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag #PrincipalPLN or at #PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com.
0: Good morning, everybody! Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Principal PLN. Uh, you're stuck with Teresa and I today. We are um, we are without Jessica because she's ice fishing. I mean, who wouldn't want to take a nice <laughs> Sunday morning and go ice fishing? Um, this is episode ninety of the Principal PLM podcast, and once again, thanks for for tuning in. So, Teresa, how's everything going?
1: It's going. It's going. <laughs> it's um. It's warming up in in Michigan. I know we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago about how ridiculously cold it was. The snow has melted. Really. Yeah, which actually kind of makes me sad because it's when it's cold in the winter, at least with the snow, it makes it kind of bright outside. It just gets dingy and muddy and gross. Yeah so. It does. yeah, so I'm not a fan, but it's warmer.
0: Yeah, we went through. Yeah, because I think there was like three or four weeks in a row that all we were talking about seemed like was the weather. Because It's just like cool. crazy frigid temperatures. And then we had like a little bit of a warm spell. And then then we had a week of just like bone chilling. Like like cold like where you just couldn't get warm you know throughout the day and you're right now it's like it's um it's definitely warmed up over the weekend and it's just muddy everywhere and um you know just difficult to um i kind of do anything but it's nicer like 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 50 60 degrees yesterday so oh wow yeah yeah it really warmed up yeah
1: I think it was 38 here yesterday, and we were, you know, walking around without jackets and (laughs) being all (laughs) probably not very smart, but, oh, it felt so good.
0: Yeah, it feels like a a heat wave and stuff. So, Um, yeah, so what's been going on? Uh,
1: So, this is now week, um, for me, I think we're going into week three after. two thousand
0: eighteen.
1: Yeah, week three of 2018, because we went back. Um, the eighth and, um, uh, I am hoping that I'm not the only person who is going to have this feeling, but I have somehow managed to get completely behind the eight ball on every single thing that <laughs> I am doing. I've, I cannot catch up. And it, it, it I don't know. I, w- I worked a little bit over Christmas break. It wasn't like anything, um, Know like there was anything huge, but I I cannot catch up. I feel like every single thing that I am doing or in charge of or just supposed to be taken care of, I'm I'm behind. I'm behind on everything. Wow. Yeah. How did
0: this this happen? You can't. I don't know. (laughs) I know. I think it happens to all because I'm I'm gonna say that to you, and then I feel the same way as well. But like, yeah, you go into you know the new year and you have all these different things, and you know you know, you get the break and stuff and then it's like, then you're three weeks into it and it's like, okay, yeah. What happened to that? So, um, yeah. So what are you like, what would you say? Like you were like struggling with the most, like what is like, like what is behind, what is, uh, keeping you behind? You think,
1: you know, I think what it was because it, it finally hit me on like Thursday of this week that I, I just, I thought I had it under control. And then I realized that I absolutely did not, because there were a hundred things that I needed to do that I was behind on or that I forgot about, and that's it's not that's not like me. But oh man, it it was really bad this year. So um, I I actually went on Thursday night. I went back and did a total rehaul of my whole task list, and I sat down. I have I used Todoist.
0: For my task
1: manager. And I love it.
0: What is can you explain that? I've never
1: heard of it. Todoist is is it's it's an app and it you can use it on your computer or on uh you can use it on the website or on your phone. And you can have different projects that you have things on. You can set due dates for things, you can have just a main inbox, and you can also send emails to it. So if you have something that you need to take care of later, which is a good way to get things out of your email box. Out of too. the inbox, right, right. Right. So you forward it to this generic to-doist email, and then it puts it in as a task, and it has all the attachments with it. Everything's, everything's all there, so you can get to it. You can rename it. You can put a due date on it later. But it's nice to get it out of your email, which is another thing I know we're all struggling with because... I think everybody's running into this after after the holiday, you know, jump and go and we're all getting things done at super pace or trying to trying to catch up and so the emails are flying dramatically. Right. And they're everywhere. So getting them out of the email box is helpful because then you can handle what you actually need to handle and I know there you know we've had this conversation before about how if you've got an email, you're going through your emails, if you can, if you can answer it, if you're going through your emails and you can answer it in under two minutes, then answer it and be done with it. Right. Right. Don't save it and leave it for later. So that helps get things out too. But then forwarding, if I know I can't do anything about it now or I have to wait on it, I forward it to my to-do list. And then I have a set amount of time during the day that I go at the end of the day, I go through and I rearrange my to-do list and add. Sometimes I retitle those emails that went in because sometimes they're part of a chain and it, you know, by the time it gets to you, it's not nearly what the, <laughs> what the subject was when mm-hmm. it started. Uh, so I'll rename it and then add a, to, add a due date to it. And there's also, which is really nice within the Todoist app, there's, uh, because you've got all of the different, all the different projects that are happening. There's also a next seven days view and so you can look and see what you have due for those. Um, I don't know if you can see like the, the next one. for the next week. And you can see on which days.
0: Oh, wait, could you put that due? up again? Although they're not going to be able to see that, but yeah, no, but you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's nice because it keeps them. You can kind of look, look at it and see it. You have a today and then you have next seven days and then all of your projects at the bottom, but you can do labels. You can have filters, I This has been the one that I think I've found the most useful out of all of them. I've tried a ton, but this one seems to be the one that's keeping for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Jess uses her, um, because we we have Google Apps. It's not Google Apps for Education anymore. It's Google Suite. We right. use that in our bill. Do you have that too?
0: Yeah, we finally went over to that, yeah.
1: Okay, so Jess has it too, and she's been doing... She's been adding her emails and to dos to a calendar. Hmm. And so the calendar it adds them as all day events up at the top, if I remember correctly. And so then she just goes through those and deletes them when she's done. I don't to me I yeah. I feel like that's like suffocating because then you're always looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like I don't, I can't open my calendar and see all the things I have to do, and then all of the other things I have to do. I don't know if I could do that, but it works really well for her. What about you? What do you do? I
0: I don't even know. Like I I was hoping you weren't even going to ask me that because it's (laughs) (laughs) sorry spike like a hodgepodge of like I don't know. I mean, I'll do everything from I don't I don't write lists down anymore like on paper, although. I'm not opposed to that. Like sometimes I, I can, t- if I'm really, really overwhelmed and I have a lot of things going on, I will like write, write a list. Like that's usually like in the summer, like, like before school starts. Um, and then, um, and then I will um, like on my phone, sometimes just like on regular, like the notes app, <clears throat> you know, I'll set a list of like things that I want to do, but um. Yeah, I don't really have a. I don't really have a system. Um, Like as you were talking, I just like kind of glance at my email, and it's like probably there's there's at least like thirty or so uh, emails that are just like that haven't been dealt with. Um, And then, of course, then like then there's the personal email stuff, and then um, and then I'm also I'm teaching your grad class, so I have to continue to check you know, that email, like, cause you get notifications on, uh, it's an online class. So like when you get like notifications, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, how, I guess I keeping myself de- organized day to day. I mean, I do use, um, you know, during the day and I've, I was talking about this last week and, uh, I' I have the conference coming up this week, uh, the Sam's time tracker. So that's, um, that really helps me out, like, because I have an accountability partner with that, like my secretary. Um, so we go through that like every day. Um, you know, just to to check off like what I've done, what I haven't done, and then just kind of like plan out what my day is going to be. And it's really good, too, because it's like, you know, how long are you going to need for this? How long are you going to need for that? And then if if for some reason you can't get to something, you know, you you schedule it for the next day um, or the day after or, or whatever. Um, So, yeah, so during the day. So I guess my organization right now is very uh, compartmentalized. So it's like I, I use that that Sam's process. You know during the uh school day
1: can you talk a little bit about that because that's I th- i'm sure that's a new a new concept for a lot of people it's i don't i don't know a ton about it either
0: yeah i i actually i was toying around with like doing a blog post about it now or after i go to this conference again but um so i i definitely want to like share that out with people because i think um it's an expensive program but i think it's very um it's very helpful it's like started by a um by a principal who just started to look at, like, where he spent his time and where he didn't, you know, more importantly, where he wasn't spending his time. And um, so it's like they, they break it down into, like, instructional, personal, and management. And, um, you know, the goal is to get more time into the um, instructional um, so that's like in the green and then like, you just like set goals, you know, what percentage time that you want to spend on that. And, um, it's a real like systemic process too. Like the, like the guy, uh, Mark Schellinger, he totally gets the whole concept of like what you have to do as a principal. So for instance, if, uh, it's like observate, like we're starting our like second round observation time. So like that could be in some districts like a seven step project, right? Like, right you know and and he's really into like backwards designing so he's like you know the final you know um you know complete observation is you know, sign, sealed, and deliver. Now, how do you get there? You know, and it's every step of the way. It is, you know, scheduling the pre-conference if if you have one, scheduling the, the actual observation, scheduling time for you to write the observation, scheduling time for the post-conference, scheduling time for follow-up, you know, submitting all the stuff. And you know, it's, it's that old adage. If, if you don't, you know, if you don't plan it, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, and I think a lot of times like teachers, you know, they get concerned and rightfully so like they'll have a, you know, observation on, you know, January, you know, 22nd, and then February comes along and they still haven't had their, you know, their, their post-conference and stuff. And that, you know, sometimes that happens. Um So that's a, that's a real big, big part of this um you know and then just like you know sort of the day-to-day stuff like if people want to schedule meetings and whatnot and it's um like I said it's really um it's really set to to help maximize your your time and um and your effectiveness and the other thing is that he really is a big believer in a work-life balance too, which is, I know something that we always struggle with. Yeah. So, you know, like, whereas before, because you, you do get a time coach um, and, and my time coach is a former principal as well. You know, and I'll say things like, well, I'll just, I'll just tackle that over the weekend. And he would be like, no, that's not what this is all about. You need to schedule in time during the day for you to get that done. You know? Um, so it's, so it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah so like i said i use that during the day i i put um you know for like our like for the kids and stuff like that like uh there's a, a shared you know google calendar so i'm constantly checking that um um you know because i'm coaching my son's basketball team oh, yeah. yeah like so when, when do, right exactly so when we have games and stuff like that and then um and then i have to schedule in time for you know for myself to to, to do grading and, and stuff. So, um, I'm going to check out the to Todoist, but like, I don't know, I've, I've, I've tried a lot of the different things. Um, I've also noticed too, like, have you noticed that like paper, um, planners and, and, and things like that are coming back? Have you seen a lot of people?
1: Yeah. In fact, I just ordered a year, um, a year planner. I, I bought one last year. I love paper planners. That's like, that's my thing. I've
0: always, <laughs> you know,
1: like filling them out and putting people's birthdays in them and highlighting things. And that's always been, and there's something about it being tactile and visually appealing. There's something to that. Now, with as much as as our calendars change, I think it's really hard to keep a paper planner. Yeah. That being said, uh, I'm gonna try again. <laughs> I, I keep everything on my Google Cal, but. I do I did just order one and it should be here any day um you know as as part of my trying to get my crap back together
0: <laughs> um, right
1: to to just sometimes writing it down makes it and that's you know that's a lot of that's coming back too i don't know if you know they're they we're starting to teach cursive again
0: no yes it's coming back i don't know about that but, but anyway you know
1: it's all about and either way whether or not you know they need cursive is not the point the handwriting our kids need to know how to write they need to be able to write with their hands and that's a i remember when i was in college and so this was in probably uh maybe like 2000 i was taking a sociology class and it was a four credit class it was two hours two or three hours twice a week it was a it was a long class right and our professor would not allow us to have any sort of electronic device to take notes, we had to take all of our notes by hand. Okay, and and back then it was not a huge deal because there weren't a lot of people with laptops in two thousand. But um, it that, that's a long time to take notes by hand, especially if you're used to typing things. Right, and his comment was that by by typing so often, we are losing the muscle control in our hands we're losing the ability to use our hands for that long and there now have been studies in the in the last 18 years there have been a ton of studies that that say the same thing not to mention how much more you retain when you physically write something down so i think having a calendar or having a written to-do list our principal at the high school uses evernote and Mm -hmm. he uses the che- the checklists. Right. So he puts things on there for the next day and then in the morning prints it off with whatever's already on there plus extra spaces to add things to it throughout the day and then just goes through and checks it off. And like the thing with I like with Todoist is it gives you they give you karma points based on how many tasks you add and tasks you complete, but you can set a goal on how many tasks you complete for the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's nice too because it it gets you to be in there and using the tool, but because I found a lot of the tools that I was using before, I I would I would go in and I would send things to it and I would add to-dos and then I wouldn't go back and check it and so things I weren't know. getting done because I didn't I didn't go back to it. This it's is funny like I,
0: I I like I'd love to list I, that might be a funny thing to do just to list all the things that I have tried along the way, right? Oh gosh, like all the way yes. going back to like day planners and, and then at, like Plenary. when you mentioned Evernote, I'm like, Oh my God, I went, I went, I went through the Evernote thing. I went, right. I tried this, I tried that. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned like the, um, the writing and stuff because um, we do, we're an avid demonstration school. So that's uh, advancement via individual determination. It's a, it's a program that was started to uh, encourage kids, like first-generation college kids, um, in middle schools and high schools, to like to like start to um, get on that track, to like say, like I'm gonna go to college, right? Like I'm gonna, you know. So um, this was something that was well established before I got there. It's it's probably one of our, you know, most effective um, aspects, you know, of our school, and. Um, So I went to their, uh, I guess they have like a national conference every, every summer. And uh, so I went not this past summer, but the summer before, and they have like sessions for administrators and stuff like what to look for and, and almost like getting back to like, why do they do it? And they basically just take best practices from, you know, all the different things that have been going on and implement that into the AVID classroom and encourage even if you're not in an avid class to, to do this stuff school wide, because it just, it just works. It makes sense. So like in my school, you'll see a lot of like interactive notebooks where, you know, kids are, you know, writing, they're summarizing, um, uh, they have a specific way that they, that they write their notes. Um, you know, and like on the left-hand side, they have like a place where they can ask questions and stuff. And, um, so I remember, you know, being in this one session where they talked about note taking, like you were saying, uh, and, and the research, because I think it's like if you can review your notes like six or seven times, like, you you, you know, you can have like a like a way higher, you know, um, effectiveness on the, um, the concepts that you're reviewing, you know, and. Um, I, I think you know the lost art of studying and stuff like that has you know has, has really you know plaguing us but um yeah so these kids like they go through they take notes and um, I remember like just looking at it from an outsider perspective I'm like well why are they not just typing like this is ridiculous you know but like as time's gone on like I I'm really becoming more of a believer in like you know kids, you know, taking the time to do the notes, um, you know, in class or, or at home. Um, I don't think it all has to go through the, you know, the, the, the laptop or, or Google docs and stuff like that.
1: No, I, I have a hardcover notebook. It's like a, maybe a five by seven notebook that I use every day. And that's what I write everything in when I'm in meetings. That's what I take notes in when I'm uh, not for observations, but Really anything else is is what I I use conferences. When I'm at conferences, I write notes on the sessions in the book. And then I take what I've been doing to archive it to make it easier. Because I think the nice thing about digital notes is that you can always get them. Right. Wherever you are, you can, you know, if I'm on my phone, if I'm on my computer, if I am at a on a business trip somewhere else, I can get them from Evernote or from wherever google docs wherever you're keeping it i take my evernote and evernotes app has gotten really really good i haven't used it for a while but i started going back with my with this notebook and at the end of you know maybe the month i'll go back and just quick take pictures of all of the pages i used through that month to archive mm-hmm.
0: them
1: and there it is really nice it it when you hold it over the page it outlines the page takes the photo and then turns it into an ocr it does the the text i don't know what ocr stands for i can't remember but mm-hmm. it does that while it's turning it into the the photo and then it it uploads it it's very fast it's really wow. fast and it's really good it's better than it's very very much better than just taking a picture of it yeah it, it's i mean it's really really good
0: So how does that, um, or how's the memory or like the storage and stuff like that on Evernote? Is it like unlimited or do you have to pay like extra for?
1: There is a, the the free one has an amount and I can't remember what it is, but it's still a pretty decent amount.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: not, unless you were uploading videos and 60 pictures every day. I would imagine you'd have a hard time going over it, but the paid version is forty-five dollars a year, I think, and that the only limit you get on that is a per day upload. Like you, you can't upload a huge, ridiculous amount every day. But I've never, I've never hit the limit, so it's, but we have it at work, we've all got the premium versions or a good portion of us have have the premium version. And now you can, they have a work chat through Evernote and you can share documents like you can with Google Docs. Mm -hmm. I haven't used it a ton because we do use Google Drive, but for other things, it's really nice and it's really good. Now the IRS has allowed for photocopies of receipts digital okay. copies of receipts instead of having to have the paper ones. So that's really nice too, because you can take, I, I do, whenever I purchase something for school and I get a receipt, you know, you get it in your email, they'll send you a thank you for your order. I forward it that anything that I should stop, anything that I pay for that, right. that comes for my taxes that I'm going to itemize personally. I forward that to Evernote, and in the in the subject line, I put hashtag taxes, and then whatever year they would be for, so taxes 2017,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then at the end of the year, I've done this for three years now, and it's worked out really well, at the end of the year, when it's time to start itemizing, I type in the taxes 2017, and then I print them all off, or I PDF them all, because I do all my taxes with um, notability i put all my stuff a, as a pdf and then i put it into a big folder in notability on my ipad and then i go through and find things and highlight them and do it that way but it that way they're all in one place all my receipts are in one place and i don't wow. have to worry about printing them off and keeping them that has been a really big time saver the last couple of years but you can do that with anything with evernote if you're looking we were looking at different ways to create independent study forms at the high school and I found probably 15 of them for them, hashtagged them with, you know, tagged them with independent study or IS or whatever you want to do. And then, you know, when it's time to look for it, you can just, you pull it up that way. But Evernote's, Evernote is kind of my, my go-to archive, if that makes sense. It's a good place to keep yeah. things over large periods of time. And I find, I, I really feel like it's easier to find things in Evernote than it is in Google Docs.
0: Google docs can be difficult, especially like when people are sharing things with you and then yes. like what folder things in, like, cause I I don't know. I, I thought the same thing. Like I, like I've created like, I don't know, folders for like curriculum writing and this, that, and the other thing. And then you share with people and then, you know, the translation isn't, isn't always like as organized as you, as you would think. um, Unless, and I could be, you know, doing things wrong, of course, but uh you know, and then it's like, like time as well. Like when somebody shares something with you, like you can, you know, send it to your folder or whatever. But like, sometimes I just don't. And then, you know, a lot of people are like, you don't even need to organize anything. Just, just search in the, you know, Google and then it'll find it for you. So, um, I'd love to see like how like Google people do it, (laughs) you know, like, cause yeah, you know, maybe that's, their you know, geniuses in the way that they organize all that kind of stuff. And maybe they don't worry about that. Whereas like if say you worked at Evernote, like maybe it's, you know, more about like, you know, grouping things together and, you know, and categorizing things. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a certain, there's definitely a certain, you know, sequence or organization, you know, to our jobs that, Uh, uh, it's, it's extremely important and believe me, I'm the kind of guy like there's sometimes like I'm standing in my office and I'm just like looking at like, where did I put this? Where did I put this? Or, I'm on my laptop and I'm like, where did I put this? Where did I put that? Like, I, like, I, I wouldn't say it like negatively affects me you know where it's like oh I can't find this and you know the nutty professor kind of thing where it's like you can't find anything like it's I'm not that at that level but like it's certainly like it's difficult to for me to like find a system other than the the discombobulated sort of system that I have right now and I do you know and there's sometimes where I take notes you know in meetings you know with with a you know a, a pencil or a pen and paper uh, usually like when i'm meeting with like with parents or like if i'm in a meeting like where i just feel like it's obnoxious to have your laptop out uh-huh. um i don't know there's yeah. like you know what i mean like there's this that two happens. types of <laughs> so yeah. there's two yeah. types of meetings ones that you you have your laptop and ones that you don't you know yeah. um but yeah like i guess when you write because i do there is another principal in our district who who still uses evernote a lot too um and he has that special like like notebook thing for the for evernote isn't there oh, one that yeah. yeah so i guess like then you're categorizing that like with me i take all these like you know like um you know notepads and and stuff and then i just stack them up or I, you know, put them away or whatever like that, but it, it's, it's almost impossible to go back through and to find where those things are. Um, I don't, do you, do you use that feature with the, with the note taking, you know, with Evernote when you're handwriting? Yeah, I do. You
1: I do. And I love it. Um, I've used it for a long time, actually, since they started coming out with it. I, I really like it because it, it, it works. It does work. And I yeah. I don't know how I can't, I'm not nearly techie enough to understand how it works, but it does. And what I started doing was now that I have the hardcover notebook, I have to take pictures of it as I'm going through if I want to archive it electronically. But what I was doing before, and I've done this with music, with sheet music, I've done this with magazines. I do it every time I get a magazine, I cut it at the binding, like I'll cut off that little bit where the, the staple is. Yeah. And then I just run it through our photocopier at school and scan it to myself. And then I send it right to Evernote because then I have it archived. And I've been doing that with notebooks too. I take, I'll pull, oh, I'm sorry. I'll pull it off of, even if it's the ones that have the spiral, I'll just pull the pages out when I'm done with it and cut off that, that raggedy edge and okay. I have a scan snap that I used to run it through, but now our printers at school do it faster. So I just put them in, I run them through and it'll scan it to me for no, And it doesn't, the great thing about that is you can put an entire notebook that has nothing to do with anything else in, in it. And there could be 35 different things that you're going through in this notebook. But if you type in what you're looking for and it's on page 23, it will show you where it is. Wow. In that file. So it doesn't have the nice thing about Evernote is that it doesn't have to be organized in, really in any way because mm-hmm. it will find it for you. Google, I I just, and I think you're right. May, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe there's an, an operator error part of this that,
0: yeah. that
1: I'm not, I'm just <laughs> not getting it because I feel like every time I, and and it it could also have to do with the fact that, In Google Drive, when I'm looking for something, there are probably 35 documents that have that word in it, Yeah, right? Because most of what is in Google Drive was things that we're doing every day. So it's, it's very similar terminology. But I feel like I'm getting 45 documents. And then if there's the one that I have or I'm working on and then somebody else has shared it too, or it, I just, I can't, I can't find anything. And I would love... For somebody to explain to me what I'm doing wrong, because I do feel like there are there is a good portion of time that it negative, negatively affects my timing in my day because it yeah. takes entirely too long to try to find something, and it's it's frustrating. Number one, but number two, it's just wasting time, you know. And there will be time that we're that we're sitting as a as a team looking for a document and none of us can find it because it was right. either named something else or, you know, we don't remember what it was or who had it or whatever. It's such a pain.
0: Yeah. I, like I said, I, I find that that happens, you know, frequently for me, um, you know, where there's just, I'm just not processing things in the right way. And I'm not, I'm not keeping it. So, so I'm not like, I don't, take everything and put them in, you know, manila folders, you know, and, and do that. Like, so, so those, like the, the, I guess the people who used to do that, like, like 20 years ago, like they could just thumb through everything and they could right. find that. So I don't, I don't do that. I don't really have a good system with like, like an Evernote or something like that. So, you know, it just like, seems like there's, it's like, you know, with some, you know, you know, handwritten notes, some notes on the computer, and then email. Like I do, you know, I do have files and stuff like that for email. But then again, like other people have said to me, they're like, I don't even get into all that because you could still search up an email as well. You just to look at from, you know, e- emails from Teresa, and then you just go through, you know, and you look for that. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to like, I hate to say it like this, but it's like, if i'm not finding something like intuitively like maybe i just need to like take a class like i'd love to like say like okay like i'm gonna be all in and committed to you know whatever this is and like take like some a couple weeks and just like you know and go through it um or just continue doing the same thing that i'm doing and then i'll get the same results where i'm like like running around like a madman trying to find you know last year's you know, test scores or what, whatever, like things that like you should be able to find, you know, right away.
1: Yeah, that's my struggle too. And I felt like on Thursday, that's I literally sat down and just just put. I took everything out of the folders that I had in Todoist and I put it. I put them all in a big long list, and I just started going through assigning dates to things, and 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 there is too, um, there is a feature in Todoist that you can, let me remember this right. You can add, you can have it add tasks to your calendar. So, okay, but that's kind of the same thing we talked about earlier. I didn't like it because it, it made me feel like there's, there's enough on my calendar with just meetings I have to attend. If I started adding the things that I needed to get done to, but then on the other side of it, maybe I would, maybe I would get them done if I had them, if I had something blocked off in the calendar, you know, maybe I would be doing it at school and not at home. I don't,
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How does, but then with, with that being said, like, so you have to doist and then you also have Evernote and do that. They, they don't interface they don't with talk each, to other. each
1: other. No. Yeah. And I don't use, I personally don't use Evernote for any kind of a task manager. Oh, I only okay. use that for archiving things for when I'm, when I'm done with, my notebook when i'm finished with something or or magazines things like that i will i will save those in there or taxes things that i don't need to go back to until later not okay. even things that don't really have a date but i know that when it's time for taxes all of my taxes are in evernote i know that i've kept all of the magazines in evernote so when i want to go back and check out the NAESP or or you know NASSP from October I know that I archived it in Evernote because I keep it's more my archive than anything Okay
0: okay and right, so that right. makes it.
1: then when I go to search for something it's easier to find but it's not something that I use on a daily basis
0: day to day okay no that makes sense and then so that's why you're using or that's why you've converted over to like mm-hmm. using Todoist yeah yeah
1: yeah because I found I found that that was one it interfaces nicely. It also has an extension in Gmail, so you can add it. It has a, you know, when you're writing a uh, an email in your Gmail, in the actual Gmail on the computer, and you minimize an email, and it has as almost a little tab on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. It there's another one that always sits there for Todoist once you add the extension. And so you can just open it and add a task really quickly if you want to add something that you're thinking of while you're reading an email that isn't an email
0: so oh, that's been nice okay. too
1: because you can just kind of you open it you don't have to worry about opening another interface it's already in the email program that you're using because sometimes you'll get an email that'll trigger a reminder oh i i forgot i have to do this too or you know, don't forget to. I don't need to forward the entire email. I just need to follow up with this person. Yeah. So you can write a quick, a quick message. But that seems to have really um, streamlined everything, which I think was what I needed. And and I really think it's important. And I'm the number one person who has not been doing this. So this is really just coming from, from my, um, my last <laughs> my last couple weeks of of being behind the eight ball is is having a time in your calendar that at the beginning of the week you go through everything you need to do and reprioritize even if it takes 15 minutes it probably doesn't even take that long just look at your to-do list and what you have to do figure out when you need to get it done and and prioritize it put due dates on things add it to your calendar if you need to add a time to get it done if you need to because things pop up there's I've learned really fast. And, and I did, too, in my, in my when I was at the Catholic school. But you cannot assume that you will have time to get anything done during the day. You can't. Even if it's on your calendar, I cannot assume that I will have from 9.15 to 10 o'clock to go through my task list or to get this email done that needs to be by the end of the day or to send something out it may not happen because you cannot once the students and the teachers enter the enter the building you have no control over what happens for the rest of the day you just don't so if it has to be done by the end of the day you have to get it done before the school day yeah. starts there's no there's no way around it sometimes you end up with more time than you think you would or things go completely smoothly and it's just another day but when you're spending time with the kids, and especially this time of year, I feel like with the lack of daylight, the kids are getting, they're exhausted, they're tired, mm-hmm. everything seems to be, I don't want to say a drama because that's not the right word, but there's a lot more, there are a lot more personality issues happening
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: between kids. its They need more of your time and that's okay. That's what we should be doing. But you can't you can't plan, and that will stress you out. If you've planned to have time to get something done and then you can't, that's where the stress comes in.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I talk with teachers a lot about this too, because um, like we try to make things more organized for them. like this year we did like Google classroom, and it's mm-hmm. it's interesting because like just through doing that, I thought we were like keeping everything organized. There's a huge part of the population was like, is too much like it's just too much you're making us stressed out and stuff so you got to be like you got to be mindful of that or like what i always talk about like and i think we go through it to a certain extent as well but like like the teacher stressed out sunday oh yeah you know like high anxiety i got all these things like i just i don't know if that's like so much in other occupations uh I, I would assume so but I'm, I'm not i'm not exactly sure but i just know like with with teachers it's super prevalent because you know you're reflecting on where you were the the, the previous week you are planning you know for this week you were looking at your curriculum your map your you know your um you know wh- where you're where you're supposed to be where you want to be um a lot of times uh teachers spend you know sunday grading they they do all this like and um that's that's tough you know because th- then they're taking that that whole day to, to try to get like you know everything organized and whatnot and then you know, really, it's like, well, what if you have a family and you got all these other things you got to do, you know, and then how how do you balance, you know, how do you balance all that? Um, so, like, for me, you know, unfortunately, like, like I've said before, like, I just don't get my, like, weekly stuff done that I want to do. And I, I, I try to, I try to take Saturday to at least not, uh, I think you do the same thing, too. I think you actually helped me with this. You're like, I just, I just try to just do nothing on Saturday other than like real life right. and then you know with Sunday coming it's um you know kind of kind of back to to reality but like yeah like I already know like I have a bunch of things that I need to do today I and I want to get them done before you know my son's basketball game and then there's the Eagles after that I want to be able to f- be fully engaged just like kind of relax on that right. um well actually not relax I'm sure to be stressed but a fun different relaxing, stress.
1: Football game.
0: <laughs> yeah but um, but at least to be able, I should say, more to enjoy it, you know, to be in the moment, you know, and um, you know, but like even last night, like I was like I was sitting there, my my daughter and her friend are like watching a movie that I didn't really want to watch, and I was like, oh, maybe I can get something done, but um, you know, and then I, I I like open up my my uh my blog page, and I'm like, all right, I'll I'll just I'll do some writing, and I just like stared at the screen, and I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. I I'm not I just can't i you know, so um you know it's 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 funny that you said that like sometimes you have to just like schedule your yourself like time to do that, and that's exactly what the Sam's thing will say too scheduled time you know for that and you're more likely to do it or it's like even the the stuff that we talk about with like meditation gratitude you know mindfulness and stuff like you know the things that you can do and you can put in like it's like every day at 6 a.m i'm going to do this or every day you know at 7 30 i'm going to do this you're, you're more likely to do it and you're more likely to like continue to um you know, to, to follow through on that. That's why they call it the practice. So it's exactly like that. Like sat, sun, Saturday night is not my night to be like blogging. Like, what was I thinking, you know, but like, so I think, um, you know, I, I think looking at uh, also planned scheduled time where you're not doing anything. And, and, and that's, that I think is, is the underlying part of a lot of this too, is where if everything becomes so jumbled, um, like you're saying, and you're not setting time, and you're just trying to find time. It it's, it, I guess it kind of works against you in your productivity.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it does, and it makes you more stressed. It's exhausting. Yeah. I feel like if I spend an even an hour on Sunday, just organizing things and and getting on top of the eight ball, because Monday morning, Monday morning is coming, whether we're ready or not. And right, I don't know what your Mondays look like, but for us in our building, the students get there at the bell rings at 7, 744. They're in their buildings or they're in their, their classrooms. We have an administrator, an admin team meeting that goes for all of first hour. And then all of second period is a student success meeting with the counselors and social workers and the admin team. So Monday is booked, fully booked every Monday until Mm -hmm, mm
0: 1015.
1: And by then you have a period, which is there's 71 minutes for us because we're in trimester. So it's a 71 minute period before lunch starts. And once lunch happens in our building, lunch is fourth period. And it's, it's, there are three of them. So it goes the entirety of fourth period. And then it's fifth period and everybody goes home. So if you don't have it done by lunch, it's not getting done. Like that's, yeah. That's just yeah. how the day works because we monitor, we do lunch monitoring. So I I sit at one of the the entrances to the building during A lunch and then I walk around with the kids during B lunch and then C lunch. I go back, which is nice because I have time to sit down and get some work done, like just designated time that I'm sitting. But then you're, you know, we're meeting, I'm greeting the kids who are coming in from our other, our consortium buildings and there are staff members who are walking around that you want to talk to because we don't get a chance to see them during the day. So it's not a designated work time, but it but it is a sitting down, you know, doing something time. And then fifth period comes and the day's done. Mm -hmm. So it's it's hard to by by sitting down for a little bit on Sunday and just getting a head start, it makes Monday Excuse me. It makes Monday so much more manageable and a lot less stressful because it it shouldn't be. No, it no,
0: should, no, not, it should be. not be. But it's we right. do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's That's like, right. you know, and then you know, uh, and then you get to a certain point where you're like, oh no, like, I got this, I got this, I got this, you know, and it just sort of like quicksand. It just like, you know, just like keeps going. But then, in, you know, in a sense, like it, you know, eventually it, it it all gets done. And I think it's just like, you know, how much of the the toll do you want it to take on you? So. Um, yeah, no, this is good. I, I, um, I think, you know, when, when we look at like providing resources for people who are looking for this, like, you know, definitely, um, check out to do list or to doist. um, Evernote, um, we'll be back in there. Um, you know, how people use, you know, you know, Google class or Google classroom, Google docs, you know, um, email. I mean, I, I love, you know, we always you know point people back to this but like kurt reese's you know zero inbox and and don't you know don't do the email grazing um but yeah it just seems like it's an ongoing thing and uh maybe we'll throw something in there about good old handwriting and taking notes uh like
1: the the way we used to do it
0: in the olden days in the olden in oldie times (laughs) so um no this was good i i uh I I don't know what, which direction I'm going to go with this, (laughs) but I know that (laughs) after we get done, I'm probably gonna make a list of things that I got to get done today before the, you know, the games. And, and if I can, you know, focus on that, I will um, certainly be, be way more mindful when that, when that time comes um, and not worry about, Oh, well, then I could have gotten all this done yesterday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Darn it when I had all that extra time, I had
0: all that extra time, you know,
1: Yeah, I think the next I think we'll have to tackle email in the next uh, the next episode. I think we should and and anyone who's listening, if you have if you have productivity tips that work for you, if you have calendars or task managers, if you can figure out how to find things in Google Docs, please share that with us. Tweet it to us or send an email or um, or comment on the blog post. Either way, but but do share that. And then also email tip, email tips too, because I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge inbox zero person. If I don't, if I have emails left in my inbox at the end of the day, <clears throat> I'm angry and I will boomerang them until the next day. And we'll talk about that next time. But um, share with us your struggles with email or what you do. And we'll, we'll we can talk about kind of how we handle that on the next episode.
0: Okay, well, thanks everybody for uh, tuning in today. Follow us, um, you know, our principal PLN. We have a, a blog principalpln.com. Uh, use the hashtag principalpln. We also have a Twitter handle at principalpln. Um, we're all readily accessible, and like Teresa said, like would love ideas or or things, or if you'd like to come on the show to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. how much better you are at managing life and how we could benefit from that because i always say that too i'm like when i hear people's like like i'm just sitting here i'm like teresa's just better at life than i am like that she can just not, <laughs> true. You are, not you are, true. or like you meet that person it's like Got everything like super organized and stuff and I, I always say like jokingly i'm like you're just better at life than right. i am <laughs>
1: like help me
0: help. yeah help me with life um so, no, seriously, um, thanks everybody for, you know, for the support and, um, you know, it, it certainly is a, is, a, is, um, it's not perfection. It's progress, you know, that we try to make and, uh, make everybody's lives easier. So, uh, I guess you got it this week, Teresa.
1: All right. Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the boxer group. Links can be found at principalpln.com.